If you're already following me on my other social media accounts, then I'm sure you've heard that I'm taking clients and I am so excited. If you're struggling with your weight, relationship with food, a specific health concern, or you just need motivation to live a healthier lifestyle, then come work with me. I want to be your accountability partner. Visit my website that I have linked in the show notes and book your free 30-minute consultation with me and we can figure out the best plan that works for you. You're listening to the Nutrition by Lex podcast with Alexis Roberts, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nutrition by Lex podcast. I'm here with Sue and Sue's going to tell you a little bit about herself, but she is someone that I've worked with for quite some time now and helped me kind of get on the start to my health journey and really helped me get super passionate about what I do today. So Sue, if you want to introduce yourself and kind of just tell everyone about who you are and what you do and kind of a little bit about, about your background. Okay. Well, hey guys, this is Sue Compatello. I am a nutritional health educator with Total Nutrition Technology, Um, but I was not in the fitness world as a career. I actually went right into the corporate world right out of college, but I was a pro dieter from age 15 to age 30. I was researching and trying everything out there because for puberty, I got Italian hips and thighs instead of a chest. So I started way too early on following food pyramids, uh, <clears throat> cutting out carbs, uh, probably would have eaten cabbage for three weeks if someone <laughs> told me it would change my hips. So frustrating. And then by the time I had <clears throat> a couple little ones, I now have more rolls on top of hips. Yet I was active and felt that I was eating very healthy and didn't, didn't touch fat to my lips. So I met my very cute uh, health educator in a Gold's Gym in 91. I was the only chunky chick in Gold's Gym in 91. And I was on that treadmill about an hour every day or every other day because I just didn't like how I felt. Um, I wasn't aging well at 30 and my doctor had that stupid chart on the wall that says every female who is 30 and 5'7 needs to weigh 132 to 137. So I felt like a failure because that just was not a weight that I could maintain. Uh, any weight loss program I did, yep, I took off that 10 pounds every two to three weeks and I gained it back in about seven days. So I just felt it was something I was doing and wanted to work out more and that's the worst thing you can do. Long story short, he taught me about individualized technology, taking your nutrition to your level. And that's working with two key factors that we all own individually. Uh, We all have muscle and that muscle will burn fat 24-7 when it gets what it wants. It'll burn fat while you sit, while you sleep. Uh, But when it doesn't get what it wants, the last thing it's going to burn for energy is that body fat because our bodies need that fat to survive. We could get stuck out in the freezing cold and we could live off of that for a few days. The other part that is key is macros. And that's learning the right percentages of protein, carbs, and fats because we don't all burn them the same way. So even though I was following all the direction of fitness professionals or my trainers telling me to eat more protein, it was not the right combination for me. I didn't understand that, but this individualized technology helps you put those two pieces together. Uh, I lost my hips every four to six weeks. I looked healthier. 
instead of people in my office saying, are you okay? Because I looked a little withered uh, and never healthy. Um, now they were saying, what are you doing and where are you going? And I was sending so many people because there's such a misguided world out there, a lot of myths, a lot of things taken out of context. Everybody's getting unhealthy trying to get healthy. It's right. really frustrating. So uh, my educator's like, quit sending people, Sue, and come and do this. And uh, that's what I did. Uh, I would probably be retired now at 59 because I actually worked in a company that had a pension plan. But I don't care. This changed my aging path. This changed my future and um, how I was going to just enjoy life because I wasn't focused on scales and charts and aren't realistic. And as I got leaner and more fit without losing muscle, um, my educator taught me how much more to eat so that I didn't hit a plateau, get nervous it was cutting back and gain it back. So it's a realistic lifestyle change. And I really wanted to help others feel as good as I did and was really mad at all the misinformation they were receiving. So from there, you get a great following when you teach someone how to get better with age. I worked at that Goals Gym for about three and a half years. And then I opened up um, health clubs in Rochester, New York. And uh, three of them are women's only. And what I loved is for 19 and a half years, I got to teach people how to uh, fuel the 23 hours they weren't active. Right. And with nutrition being 80% of it, teach people how to even get healthy that couldn't be as dedicated. So long story short, nutrition is so responsible for how we feel, how our body functions, our plumbing, our mindset, our focus, our sleep, our joints. Yeah, everybody's getting it wrong. Yeah. It's like a fad city yep. out there. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of that sounds a lot like my story too that I've told people from the dieting and the under eating and the restricting and eating those low, low calorie foods like the cabbage and stuff that you were talking about. So when I first came to work with Sue and my started my internship at Rebalance, which was around the time that I started Nutrition by Lex account at all and I was under eating completely I know a lot of you guys have seen my transformation video that I posted on TikTok and my Instagram and when I first came to Sue it was when I was in that first red bikini if you haven't watched it go watch it now but I was bloated I was puffy I just didn't feel good I felt super just down on myself my body image was just terrible and I thought eating less was the best way to go about it. I, I had that 1200 calorie mindset in my head and it was just stuck because that's what we grew up hearing on the news. That's what we saw on the media. That's what my fitness pal tells us whenever we want to lose two pounds a week and get it a certain, hit it by a certain goal. So I was constantly just eating those um, 1200 calories for so long. And then I would go into binging cycles because I was under eating so much. And so it was just that vicious cycle. But when I came to talk to Sue about it and we talked about getting me on a plan and doing what TNT does best, we decided to do a met test on me to figure out what my body actually needed. So do you want to kind of go into and tell them about like, what is a met test and how it works and why it's important and yeah. all the good details about that amazing machine that we have in the office next door. I know, it's special. Well, that's what I love about working at Rebalance Fitness. I love clients like you who come in. You have put so much time and energy into educating yourself and taking good care of yourself and being dedicated to working out, yet you're not getting the results you deserve. Right. You are so normal. It's so sad that this was going on 30 some years ago. It has not changed. It has not progressed in any way. What metabolic testing did, which I think helped you tremendously, oh, instead so much. of me telling you that you needed to eat more, 
seeing it on paper right. is what got you to trust the process. So when we do the metabolic testing, we, we have our clients fast for four hours prior because we want a resting energy expenditure, meaning what's the lowest amount of calories your amazing muscle needs to burn fat for energy while it's sitting still. We right. don't sit still, no. <laughs> so the machine calculates on top of that approximate calories just based on your lifestyle, based on the variation of steps you take per day. So without any exercise or activity, any medication or vitamins, any food or drink but water, not even gum, we hooked you up to that fun breathing test. <laughs> you're sitting still, you're not on a treadmill, and you're wearing these lovely nose plugs to restrict it to mouth breathing, and you're just blowing into a tube for 10 minutes. It's gonna right. be the best 10 minutes you invest on yourself yep. because there's instant printouts letting us know your caloric requirement, and it's always eye-opening. I don't think I've met a single person in 29 years who eats enough, even a little old lady. Oh yeah, no, I was so yeah. under eating. Like I said, I was eating 1,200 calories, and even my net calories that I was doing at the time was probably less than 1,200 calories because I was only yeah. eating that, and then I was working out on top of it. So I was burning probably half of those calories off. I was under eating yes. by so much, and then when we did my MET test, if I can remember correctly, it was around like 1540-something. It was a good number. It was a lot higher than what I was eating, and that's what I should be eating minimum, not even with including pre-workout, post-workout stuff, because I was very active at the time, too. Very. So I remember you getting on me about making sure I was adding in those extra snacks when I was doing the workouts, too, so I had enough energy throughout the day. Yeah. The biggest mistake people make is cutting back and adding exercise, right. but not realizing they're not at the correct caloric intake to begin with. So you had an amazing metabolic rate because of your dedication. The problem was is there's days you were getting that 1200 in, but then you're working out for a good hour. Oh yeah, easy. That's like driving your car to Florida and not putting any more gas in it than you have to. Eventually it's gonna break down on the side of the road. Exactly. So that MET test is 50% of educating you why you're not getting results, why you're twice as hungry at the end of the night, especially on the days you train, why you have delayed muscle recovery, why you have joint pain. Right. You know, nothing is going to work when it's on fumes. Exactly. And for some reason, when clients see that number, all of a sudden it's like, God, no wonder I'm hanging on to fat for dear life. No wonder, you know, I'm twice as hungry at the end of the night. It's really eye-opening. Right. It made me respect why everything else I had done had failed me. It wasn't me failing. Because everything out there is catered to a low number based off the average. Because they know if you don't lose weight, you're going to whine. You're going to complain. Yeah. Yep. But see, losing muscle, nothing good comes off quick. Mm -mm. You just lost a factor that was helping you burn fat. Right. So you were the perfect candidate to learn how to take advantage of those days off, which are important. Yeah, I had, to learn, I had to learn about that, too. That was scary to you. <laughs> yeah, it was really scary. Um, so that you can feel how good your engine feels fueling all day, and right. then good hunger all day and content after dinner at the right caloric intake. And then, hey, the next day you train, when you get that pre, that high sugary carb energy, and then that post of a protein and carb, right. when you do that in addition, and it's the right amount to compensate that workout caloric burn, you will feel just as amazing on the days you don't do train as the days you don't. Right. And I learned that quickly. So important. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was so scared of the rest days. And I remember when I first started coming here, I was running like 
six miles a day. Like that was my thing. I was pushing myself to just run, 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 run. I wasn't doing as much weight training and stuff until I actually got in here and started doing, I'm, we're at rebalance by the way. I know you guys can't see us. Um, but when I started getting in here and we started actually learning different workouts and I saw the trainers working with different clients and stuff. And then I would start taking those rest days. I would feel so much more active during my workouts on the day after the rest day, I'd feel like I had so much more energy and my muscles weren't as weak or depleted. I wasn't getting as sore. I was recovering faster. And it, it, I learned very quickly that like, okay, I just needed to give myself a break, eat more food and work out less. And I know it sounds crazy because so many people are like, what the heck? That makes no sense. And to me, it, it didn't works. either. It really, it does. <laughs> it works for me. It didn't at all. And I just kind of had to trust the process. I would just yeah. like put all my faith in you and what you were telling me and just trusted it. And then once I saw that I could, I was starting to eat more and I was working out less and I wasn't gaining weight. That's when I started to actually trust it. I was like, okay, I can actually put more food in my body and stop tearing my body down pretty much by just like going at it crazy in the gym or running extreme amount of miles every single day. And I can not, I can still hit my goals because I was yeah. so worried about gaining those, that weight. If I started to do that. It's so important. What I love is when you start to fuel, right, you feel like a well-oiled engine. Oh yeah. So you much more feel energy. like you're sucking in when you're not in those days that you don't work out. No guilt. Your amazing muscle did not fall off. Right. So it helps you get that recovery so you can go right back in. You could take off a week, Lexi, and still come back and lift the same weight. Oh, yeah. But that weight training, that's the other thing that people miss the boat on. Good old-fashioned strength conditioning. Mm -hmm. If you are doing exercises, and that's what's key with rebalance, having all the pieces to the puzzle, you're doing cross-training, strengthening those triceps, biceps. If you're a runner, strengthening the muscles that support your knee so right. you're not getting a knee replacement in your 60s. Right. Working those muscles to failure the right way helps your running or any cardio you love be a better performance with less risk of injury and better recovery. You have so many people and these really fun F45s, these boot camps, the, the boxing, these are so fun. Mm -hmm. But if you go to them, number one, underfueled, yeah. you're not gonna burn. Right. And if you first go into them unconditioned, you are going to pull a muscle or get injuries. a tear that you could yeah. have prevented. So strength conditioning when fueled, is just helping you shape and sculpt and strengthen that amazing muscle you have. Running uses that muscle. Mm -hmm. Put the two together and gas up that tank and you can do anything. That's why I checked your body fat right. every two weeks. Body fat will shift mm -hmm. every two did. weeks because of the consistency. It, it shifted fast. Definitely, without losing muscle. Right. And muscle density goes up because you're not at a deficit. Yep. So you actually get leaner and then I have to give you more fuel. And we did. <laughs> we did. And you we don't did. argue with it as much no. because yeah. every time we add a little, you notice you're right back to no cravings. Right. The same thing. Good hunger all day, content after dinner, no matter how right. late you stay out. And the cool part is you're still enjoying life. Yeah. You're still going out to dinner and knowing what to order. You're not cutting back because right. you feel guilty. You're going to family parties and then not starving yourself on Monday. Our nutrition plans give you a game plan. Yeah. And the fact that five out of seven days you know how to fuel is going to make a difference. Exactly. It's going to make a huge fact difference. you never go for a run without that extra intake, it's just putting you in control. Right. And if you need to hear the word diet, well, metabolic testing is going to teach you what your muscle considers the lowest yep. amount of calories. So it is a diet because we're losing body fat in inches. And as you go to the next goal, you're going to need more fuel 
right. to keep that healthier composition. And yeah. a lot of people will get results on their own, hit a plateau, think it's not yeah. working, <laughs> and cut back. And or then, eliminate a And then you go group. just go backwards. Yep. Yes. And made you put all your food groups back. Yes, exactly. And I remember whenever you first told me when we started my plan, you wanted to start me a little higher than where we started. And I was like, no, let's start like a baseline. I don't want to yeah. go any higher than 1,500. I was still so weary of eating that many calories. And you were like, oh, you're going to be hungry in a couple of weeks. Don't worry. And I did not believe you at all. I was like, there's yeah. no way I'm going to be hungry eating 1,500 calories. Lo and behold, I came back in. I was like, I'm starving after my yeah. lunch. Like, we added in different snacks, random places. And then, like, I think it was after, like, the first maybe couple weeks to a month even, I was already up to, like, 1,700 calories. And we, like, added in um, different protein and carbs and stuff at my snacks or added an extra thing in at lunch. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, like, transitioning into the meal plans. Um, do you yeah. want to, like, talk a little bit about, like, what does the meal plan include? Because I'm talking about adding in here. So I'm sure they're like, what is yeah. she talking about adding in? So well, what's really cool with a customized nutrition plan, I took whatever you're already doing. Right. You had amazing food choices. The key is the combination or the totals. We're not getting you the end result. Right. That met rate is nice because I never start people higher where they should be mm -hmm. because we're not eating enough to begin with. Mm -hmm. But when we figure out the right percentages of protein, carbs, and fats, mm -hmm. where those calories should come from, I can start you near that met rate, but I know it's going to trigger hunger right. because you're not going to have this false fullness because your protein's too high. Right. You're not going to yeah. have the cravings after dinner because your carbs were too low. So when you have that consistency, and it's staying to the level similar to what you were doing, but we added snacks that were doable, foods you like and you get your hands on that still kept our macros tight. You, I'm surprised, even made it that long. Yeah. I think you pushed it as far as you could go. I was a little because nervous. Because people will say to me all the time, I never felt hunger like yeah. this. I've always been famished, shaky, mm -hmm. um, you know, stomach gurgling, and that's, see, that's when we've pushed it too right, far. That's something I tell a lot of people. It took me a long time to even recognize my hunger and fullness cues because I was either under eating so much to a point where I just like didn't even know what my hunger cue was because I was either completely starving or I would just completely ignore it. Or I was eating so much food in sight because I was binging on it because I'd been restricting for so long. I was starving that I didn't know my fullness cues at all because I was just con my brain just had me continuously eating. Yeah. So it took me a little bit to realize when I was hungry and when I was actually full. But I quickly realized that probably took probably took me like a month to actually start realizing, like, oh, okay, like the difference. Yeah, because the irritability would come on, tiredness. It wasn't even just like my stomach growling. It was like. A overall feeling of hunger with every aspect of my body. Yeah. If we start our day out low and trying to eat low calorie, low carb, no carb, we're, yeah. we're getting through the day. A very healthy body like yours, by the time you have that amazing meal at dinner that's a little bit more balanced, that's going to trigger the monster. Right. And that's where a lot of people think they have issues with crackers, issues with binging. They don't. It's a very healthy body, probably an amazing met rate like you had, saying, forget this, I'm not mm -hmm. going to bed short on calories. Right. So it takes you to the pantry. It takes you to the freezer. Yep. We have <laughs> no control at this point. Or you fight it yeah. and you say, oh, it's too late. And then we lay in bed for about four hours because we can't fall asleep. We think about it. Yep. Can't settle down. A, a yep. body is not going to settle down and fall asleep. If yep. you've got a full tank, you will fall asleep easy. You will sleep on less hours and you will wake up rested. Yeah. 
And I meet so many people who are active and trying to get fit that have the complete opposite. Lack of focus, lack of energy, mood swings, constipated. Oh, yeah. You know, that's everything based on what you're putting into it. And we're afraid to put it in. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people we find are um, carved enhanced. Yep. There's you were one of them. <laughs> I was um, definitely one of those. You can get amazing carb intake from fruits and vegetables and grains. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people miss that one because everything you read tells you they're bad. Yeah. But they're only bad when you cut them out all day and then you grab one you won't be able to stop eating them. Right. If we flip it and teach you low carb the right way, it actually helps that protein burn off because it's not dominating your calories. Right. Uh, with that protein too high, you will always have a false fullness, but it's gonna catch up with you. Mm -hmm. And whether it's the sweets or the salty or both, you know, that's why people crave. If you're craving at three or craving at nine, right. your body is off course. And I think what's nice with the metabolic rate and the macros with that plan, you're feeling all of that go away by your third day. You're right. feeling a different sense of energy and focus and contentness yeah. that you don't normally have. It's I, fun. Yeah, I, I found myself not really needing that like 2 p.m. coffee anymore because mm. I feel like that's a huge thing that a lot of people deal with especially um, maybe not as much right now during quarantine because people aren't working as much but during like a work week people are always going for that coffee or Red Bull or Monster or that handful of peanut M&Ms in the office or something at like 2 p.m. just for the extra pick-me-up I found myself not needing that at all because I was staying fueled enough throughout the day to have that energy mm -hmm. so I know some people just say it's like oh it's a habit I just want a coffee then and stuff but like in reality, let's think back to like, why why are you actually needing it? If you were fueled enough and you had enough energy going into your body, your body wouldn't actually need it. Yeah, if I had a dollar for every time someone said, well, it's just me, Yeah. or I'm just used to doing that, or my grandmother always gave us desserts so I favor sweets, or it's just in the drawer, I just need one Hershey yep. Kiss. It's amazing how by the third or fourth day, because I also work in the corporate world at the Charlotte Athletic Club, and my executives will have that refrigerator in their office loaded with the LaCroix, mm -hmm. the Coke Zero. Uh, the coffee shops are always packed, and everyone's got that drawer of something. To, Snacks. And yeah. it's just, once again, it's a healthy body yeah. trying to direct you, and that's just what you gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. When you've got a full tank, things will taste too sweet. Oh, yeah. You can have the candy, you can have the cakes. I want you to have them on top of your plan. Yeah. And you'll be amazed how a couple bites and you're pushing you're, it you're away. You're satisfied. Yeah. yeah. You don't it's, crave it's it. It's not about eliminating much. and telling people they can't have this and it's not telling people this is what you need to eat. Yeah. You tell me what protein, carbs and fats work for you as far as you can get your hands on, you like and then I'm going to build it from there, but I'm also going to teach you as you get healthier, better choices. And you're going to gravitate towards better choices because you have a fuller take. Right. So you will want the better choices. And we can watch the sugars and the sodium. We're not going to count the calories or worry about the fats. We're going to worry about what causes your body to burn the best amount of fat every two to three weeks. And we will adjust it if it's not. Right. It's that simple. But everyone's very different. With yeah. How everyone's they burn. so, so different. Because yeah. especially working alongside you last summer and getting to see a bunch of clients that came in that you worked with, everyone's numbers are so different. There could be someone that's up in the 2000s and someone that's like me down in the 1500s. And you could look at them and think, oh, there's no way that my metabolism is lower than them. But it's just a matter of like genetics and body type and how much muscle they have on their body, how much fat they have on their body um, and all of that good stuff. Um, I want to also touch on the fact that like when we were talking about earlier, 
when you said that people are just like not the willpower and everything, it really has nothing to do with willpower because I hear this all the time in my DMs and comments and stuff. It's like, I wish I had the willpower to do that and stuff. It's not that. It's the fact that you have blow low blood sugar mm -hmm. and, and that comes from under eating like we were just talking about with everything and especially with carbs and I know you mentioned doing low carb right as well this does not mean eating less than five grams of carbs a day oh god no you'll be <laughs> miserable you'll because, be tired you'll yeah, be taking oh a my nap god. you'll be so tired because <laughs> I mean that's when we get on the keto topic and people know how I feel about keto I absolutely hate it um but this is like when we're talking about low carbs we're talking like the lowest i've ever seen you really put anyone on is like 40 percent or something like that i don't really see you doing anything lower than that which is yeah. still around like 100 grams of carbs at least right well that's the key anything lower than that would be someone who is a diabetic I right think 33 is the lowest we can take it because we're talking fruits vegetables and the healthy grains and starchy vegetables right um that is low for, that's the lowest end of it. Mm -hmm. That range can go as high as 55%. Right. I eat 55% of my calories from carbs. Right. Protein is not my friend, mm -hmm. but if I get the right amount in, I'm not losing muscle in my 50s. That was the hardest thing for me to adjust. I thought I was hippie because of carbs. Right. So I'm at a much different percentage. So low carb to me would be different than someone like you. Right. But that definitely is related to the need for caffeine, the energy throughout the day, the plumbing work in the digestive system. Right. I work with many clients that think they have IBS or they have acid reflux. That high protein taken too far right. is just not going to give you that positive reinforcement. When you get the combinations correct and you're working in those healthy carbs the right way, you will be so mad that you mm -hmm. missed out on a food group for years. That's why I quit to go do this for a living. Right. I was very mad that I gave up a lot of foods that I loved because either this counselor told me not to have it or this trainer didn't tell me, you know, told me I didn't need it. Um, no one knows you and how you burn unless they're tracking you. Right. And with the met rate and the macros, which is nothing I designed, I'm just no. trained it's to technology. teach you yeah. how to implement them. Your body runs with it. Your hunger right. will tell us what you need. Your, your body fat shifting will tell us. And it's something that people are missing out on big time. Right. They've got to start learning to fuel and not these calorie deficits and these food eliminations because you're not going to age well. Yeah. I get the people after the fact whose blood work has put them off the wall and the doctors are like, listen, you have 12 weeks to get them down. Yeah. Never meet anyone who's eating too much. No. They're just not <laughs> doing it the right way. Exactly. So for everyone listening, if they're thinking to themselves like, okay, this carb enhanced thing, like how, how do, would you tell them to kind of assess themselves to think if they were carb enhanced, if they're too low in carbs, like what would be some warning signs that they would see in their own body to help them figure out if they should be upping their carb intake? When you are too low on your carb intake and that protein's dominating and those veggies aren't giving you enough calories, right. number one, you're not going to wake up hungry. Okay. Which is frustrating because that That's means you didn't burn fat all night. Yeah. Uh, number two, you won't be hungry in between meals okay. because that protein is giving you a false fullness without those healthy carbs. And then probably by three o'clock, you're going to be looking for a vending machine. Okay. Um, people are going to gravitate either towards salty or sweet. Um, half the people will eat their dinner while they make it or be too tired to make dinner. And that's where people are just grabbing things quick because they're famished at this point. They won't make good decisions. Their focus is off. You know, they're shuffling papers two or three times on their desk. And then after dinner, probably within half an hour to an hour, uh, they're just not content. They're back to craving. They might have good willpower because they're thinking, well, it's too late to eat. But right. let me tell you something. Going to bed short calories is worse. We'd all be thin sleep. if right. going to bed. So 
when you have the carbs correct with the, the protein and the fats, you will be hungry. You'll feel like you're sucking in when you're not. You won't make it to lunch if someone paid you to because you burned everything you put in. And after dinner, you're totally content. Right. It's a great feeling. You stay up later, you sleep on less hours, and you repeat. Yeah, you just feel like Go you have there. a steady state of energy. It's so such easy. a different feeling. It's such a good feeling. It's not hard to get people to follow their plan. Right. And I remember the first time you ever said to me, you'll start to feel like you're sucking in when you're not. And I was like, what the heck? Because I used to walk around all the time and making sure that I was like, I don't know, like corseting in myself, like especially if I had on like a tighter top or something like that. And I remember I was sitting like on the couch or something with my family watching TV and it was the first time ever that I actually realized that like I wasn't sucking in or anything and I felt like my stomach was so much flatter and I felt like I was, but like I wasn't doing anything to do it. Didn't and I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, there's that feeling. I was like, yes. I didn't think it was real. I thought she was just saying that, but it's so true. And it's such an amazing feeling because you just feel so much more relaxed and content in your own body. You just feel functional. Yeah. You know, when you're not eating right or you guys are too low carb or too high protein, you will never lose the body fat where you store it. Yeah. So I'll get clients who are lean and ripped except that ring around the belly. That's where my problem or was. Or it might be the their love hip. handles, so oh, to say. That back fat. Yeah. It's hanging on for dear life yeah. to that little bit of fat because you are fit and active and always on fumes. We don't want to be on fumes. We want to yeah, have a full tank. So you know you're not fueling right. Mm -hmm. You just get frustrated because that scale goes up. And it goes up because most people are afraid to add. And if they do add because they're starving, it's either protein or a carb binge at 10 o'clock at night. Right, exactly. And then the next day we feel guilty. And we then we rush back. Yep. Yes, it's our choices based on the scale, which is wrong. Right. That drove you nuts. That drove me nuts. I it mean, really did. I weigh 14 pounds more than any chart says I should at 59. I don't give two hoots yeah. if my pants fit me. They haven't changed in 29 Eight. years. Oh, That's yeah. through three kids and menopause, which is a great thing to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> but the got, cool thing is, is it won't be an issue because you're <laughs> yeah. going to know how much more to eat once you're at a final goal, and nothing's going to take away from that. Right, so yeah. So we also just assume our metabolic rate's slowing down with age, and we mm -hmm. don't even know what it is. This will just end the guessing game. It doesn't matter what your past was. I get a lot of individuals who had a very athletic past, played tons of sports, and because they went into the real world, they cut back immediately because they weren't training as hard right. or as active, but their muscle didn't fall off. Exactly. Their muscle's still there. So they yeah. need that metabolic rate for peace of mind. Yeah, no, I yeah. The scale was definitely a huge problem for me when I first came in. Remember I told you I was weighing every day, every day. if not twice a day. Um, I tried to avoid doing it at night because I knew, like, obviously. It goes you would, up. I was about to say, it's going to go up throughout <laughs> the day. I'm putting food into my body. But I got to a point where um, I was only really weighing when I weighed with you in the office before when we did our my body comp testing every two weeks, which was so much better for my mindset alone. Like, I was not stressing over it nearly as much. Um, I do remember the first couple of weeks I wanted to hop on so many times because I was like, I'm eating more. I want to see if I'm going up. I want to see if I'm going up. Um, but I didn't after two weeks because, you know, your body will fluctuate, water weight, everything like that, depending on if it's your time of the month or anything. Sure will. And so even that happens with, like, body composition as well. But I found that waiting at least two weeks, two weeks away yourself, it gave my body enough time to adjust to what I was doing. And I still now, like, I've weighed here a couple weeks ago with Kim, and I still don't even get on the scale at home, really. Yeah. And it's, it's gotten out of my mindset of being like focusing on the scale. And that's why I do have those pictures that I used in my transformation video is because so you started important. telling me, just take pictures, try on certain things that might be a little snug right now, wait a couple weeks and see how they fit. And it's so much more rewarding too than seeing a number on the scale. It's the only way it works. Fat is light and airy. If you've ever cleaned off a chicken, there's not a lot to it. 
So what I love is when people understand the total on the scale, how much is kick butt muscle right. and how much is that body fat jago, they understand why they always have weighed more, why they can't get on that chart, which right. is unrealistic, like we're all going to oh, yeah. weigh the same. You were a really good student because in the back of your head, you knew what you were doing was not working. No, yeah. I've been so doing it for years. So it's nice yeah. when someone's telling you, listen, I can tell you exactly what will work. You just have to trust the process. Right. And I had a hard time doing that too, but my educator kept saying to me, how did it work your way? It didn't. <laughs> because it didn't. Yeah. But you will have those days where you will wake up, You'll feel amazing. You'll put on a pair of shorts and they're hanging off your yeah. hips. You're like, oh, I wish Sue was here to pinch my body fat. Yeah. You'll hop on the scale out of old habit and it could be up two pounds mm -hmm. because you and Kim are training hard and getting firm. Muscle. Well, firm doesn't does is gonna weigh more than jiggly. So you can have a girlfriend that weighs 10 pounds less than you, but she's got that skinny fat. Oh yeah. And in fairness to her, it's because she's trying to eat healthy. And she's afraid to lift weights because exactly. she doesn't have the energy, number one, and then she's afraid she'll get bigger. There's just too right. much misinformation out there. So much misinformation. Yeah. Which it's is how you feel. It's not what the scale says. I've had clients say, Sue, I'm excited to get my numbers checked next week. I'm down three pounds. I'm like, well, we're not celebrating until yeah. I see that's not muscle. Exactly. And I'll joke, you're going to pay me 20 bucks if you've <laughs> lost a pound of muscle per pound. Because yep. I will catch when people are telling me, they're getting the food in, but they're not, or they're telling me they fueled their workout. Oh yeah. Because our mindset is to stay at the lowest calories possible. For sure. But when I measure you, and the only reason I weigh you is to make sure we're not losing muscle. Yeah. If you're down one or two pounds, boom, you're caught. Yeah, you know exactly You'll what we trust did. <laughs> going up, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, you know exactly what we did. But it's fun watching people go through the transition because people are tired. Yeah. They're, they're tired of being sure. misled. They're tired of spending amazing money on these great workouts, but actually having more injuries or gaining weight the wrong way, yep. it's just frustrating. You gotta yeah. let science and the guessing game. I feel like I was super resistant at the very beginning, but me having a background in the science part of it, I was way more open than some clients. So I feel like I try, I wrap my head around it a little bit quicker than I've seen some people do it. It does yeah. take time to get out of the mindset of the scale. Nothing's going to happen overnight. Nothing's going to happen. that's okay. And We've got the time. Exactly. And I always say good things take time. Like nothing good happens fast, um, yeah. weight loss or with anything. So I think that's, don't think or get discouraged if you're still getting on the scale every day. Give it some time. Just understand it's, it. Yeah, just understand that it's not the end of the world if you go up a pound because it could just be a muscle weight and you could be going down three pounds in fat and which is so much better because that's where you're going to get that toning aspect that everyone wants. You'll feel good. Right. You'll look good in the mirror. The exactly. picture will capture it oh, every yeah. six weeks. Exactly. So don't yeah. just do the scale. Take some pictures. Get an outfit that you think you feel a little snug. If it's a pair of shorts or if it's a bathing suit or a romper or something, try it on every couple of weeks and just see how you feel in it. And there will be changes. And there will be such subtle changes that over time you'll be like, wow, when did all this happen? You'll like, forget looking. Exactly. You just focus on making healthier changes based on what technology is telling you you need. Right. When you just focus on feeling good, waking up hungry, feel like you're sucking in, content after dinner, not craving, um, all of a sudden you'll put something on. But to be realistic, guys, you're not going to drop a size in three weeks because you did really good. Exactly. You're shifting fat every week, every two weeks. The inches seriously happen overnight, mm -hmm. whether it's four weeks, five weeks, or six, depends on the consistency you will put something on that was tight in the beginning and it will fit amazing. Exactly. So we have to have realistic goals too because sure. a lot of people want to eat good for two days and then feel amazing. But see, your body knows you. Yeah. It knows your history. It's always going to hang on yep. until it sees a pattern. 
and then it and then lets it trust go. You, yeah. And that's why you got that cheat meal. Uh-huh. You've got to take your body out of a diet yeah. mode and you've got to not feel deprived. Allow yourself your, what you want. If yeah. you want a piece of chocolate cake after dinner, like it's, it's have allowed to it. <laughs> have it. Yeah. Well, the main thing is, is, is people set goals that are not obtainable. Um, if you just focus on feeling amazing and getting your workouts in and having energy and better sleep, magical things are happening. Right. I think a lot of people, when they lose weight, they don't feel good, but mm-hmm. they're just happy that scale dropped. Right. You know, that's how I used to be. And I have to tell you, every client I meet is frustrated. They're skeptical, but they're tired. They've been there, done that. And once they get going and trust the process, it is rewarding to watch the transformation. Whether you're, you know, 14 or you're 90, right? you are going to get better with age and you're going to learn a lot. So this can be a simple lifestyle, not a quick three-week thing, and then you can't stick to it and you go no, off of yeah, it. Yeah, nothing, yeah. Like, like I said before, everything takes time and it takes a while to get into those habits of change and like you're not gonna like when I remember when you first gave me my meal plan I was so adamant about hitting every single thing and making sure I was on point every single day and that lasted for maybe the first couple of days and then like I I, I would miss it on one day and like not be perfect but then I remember you telling me you're like it doesn't have to be perfect or to a T if you just get like in in a zone um it's still going to increase all of your metabolism because like you told me at the very beginning when we did my metabolism testing you're like it will eventually like rise too it's going to take some time it'll it'll shift um because some people have such low met rates whenever they first do the test because of the restriction in the diet culture that they've done for so long they're losing muscle they're losing muscle and therefore their met rate is just so much lower and going back to like the met tests and stuff i know we tnt also offers a dna testing um which is figuring out macros and everything do you want to kind of just tell them what that does yeah you know tnt you gotta check out the website tntgetfit.com they've been in the charlotte area for over 27 years so not only are we educating people on metabolic rates and customized nutrition plans but there's also amazing testing that you can take advantage of the dna testing is going to tell you your macros, it's going to tell you caloric range, it's going to tell you how your body works with dairy, caffeine, uh, is it more responsive to cardio or strength conditioning, what foods are better fuel. It is so interesting, but once again, it's catered to you. Yeah, Everyone is very different, so that's also a test that people like to have a better understanding and and realize what they should focus on and other foods they can incorporate into their intake. I meet a lot of clients who are doing amazing on their own and they can get their numbers checked, they can get their met rate just to make sure they're on top of it, come back in two weeks and if they're not losing muscle then they stick to what they're doing. So lots of times I've had people just do the DNA test and mm-hmm. run with that. We also do micronutrient testing right. so people stop supplement, you know, supplementing the wrong way and they also do food sensitivity, right? which is really key because a lot of people will have intestinal issues with I foods that they think, and it's not always the gluten and all yeah. that. It's really unique. They test over 170 so different things. So we just want people to age well. You get one body, one chance. This technology has been around forever. People need to realize that's the most important thing to invest your time and energy into. Because that's going to affect how everything else around you right, works. Right, exactly. And it's going to save you so much money and wasted memberships or trainers, et cetera, because you're always cutting back and adding exercise. Oh, yeah. And it's going to prevent medications just... to fix problems that only came from trying to get healthy the wrong way. 
Exactly. And yeah. that just comes from what we've heard over the years from all the media and diet culture. It's so and much it's out there. That's why we offer the complimentary health assessment. It's a chance for anyone to reach out to me, Sue, at TNTGetFit.com. Right. Uh, we will schedule an hour and we will do body composition. We will do a nutritional review. We'll talk about the macros, the metabolic rate. Um, protein, carbs, and fats, and how the body works, and how nutrition's 80% of it, and why a lot of conditions, whether it's medical, or even just joint and stomach issues, are related to what you're doing. It's so informational, it just really helps people have all the information, so if they want to change, they know what they have accessible yeah, and they to have them. the correct information it's that they free. need for their body. You're going to learn yeah. a lot in that alone. Yeah. But if I hadn't met my educator, I never would have aged well. I would have given him my firstborn or my kidney. <laughs> I was so appreciative. So definitely email me at sue, S-U-E, at T-N-T-GetFit.com so we can just talk about your situation. Right, yeah. You know? and I'll add all of Sue's information into the show notes as well on where you can find her on um TNT's website, emails that she just said, um, I'll add direct links. So you guys can definitely reach out to her if you guys are interested in working with her. Um, you do online and through like other oh, yeah. states and stuff I have too, tons right? of clients right. out of state. Your muscles, wherever you are, technology exactly. is here. So thanks to that. And then with COVID, if people yeah. aren't comfortable <laughs> right. meeting, um, just, we yeah. do tons of it. It's it's fun. It's really been a great summer for a lot of people to avoid the COVID-15. Right. Because they're home, they have better access to what they need to cook and put on their plate. They're more active with at-home workouts, but now they're doing them fueled instead yeah. of cutting back. So it's been a really busy summer in a great way, and it helps the anxiety. Oh, for it sure. It helps all of that when you have a full tank. Yeah, I feel it's like amazing it's, it's definitely been does. a trend, this quarantine. Oh, it's been a rough. It's yeah. been, everyone's gotten on this, like, health kick, which I love seeing. It's been, like, exciting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen so many people out walking around in my neighborhood. Know, I'm like, I didn't know there was this many people. fuel, they're going to feel like <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. Twice as hungry well, at the end of the night. Eating, yeah. Their knees hurt, their back hurts, and they're tired. They're like, why do people enjoy this? So yeah. I feel bad that people are putting the effort into it but without the fuel right they're going to feel exactly. a different way yeah. and that's something that I took a while to learn and I had to get in a better habit of doing and stuff but it's yeah. just something as simple as like like you say a fruit cup and a cheese stick or and then like a pre-made or game protein shake or something for afterwards like super simple easy snacks that you can keep with you um I know I have posted stuff about it on my Instagram and done TikTok stories about it so you guys can go and look at that to figure out what's best for snacks and food Well, the cool thing is if you know your macros and you have a customized plan, when you post these amazing pictures of the yeah. food that you do, people will work them in the right way. You can easily work it in. In fairness to a lot of people, if they're not eating right, but then they grab the amazing lunch that you presented, they're not going to feel as good and they're still going to be hungry later because they didn't fuel properly during right. the day. So you could take any amazing recipe and work it into your plan. Right. Once again, we're teaching you how many protein, carbs, and fats you need. Your choice where they come from. And that's important, mm -hmm. you know, so it's very tailored. Yeah, I just remembered what I wanted to say earlier. I was thinking about how when people go out to eat, like on a Friday night and stuff, and you used to always tell me, don't hold back, don't save your calories, so to say. Eat on your meal plan up until you're going out to that meal, and then just kind of like eat what you want at that meal. Right. But if you eat on your meal plan up until that specific meal or going out for drinks and appetizers with friends and stuff, you're not going to want to overeat there, which took me a while to learn because I w always was in the save my calorie mindset, save my calorie mindset. And you were always just like, no, eat on your calories, have all your snacks, have your breakfast, have your lunch. And then I did slowly find myself 
not wanting to finish my plate, not wanting to get the appetizer entree and dessert and then drinks on top of it or anything like that. Um, you, your body just naturally will crave whatever it needs, I guess is the way of putting it's it. It's important that you go out to dinner fueled. Right. You don't want to cut back because you're going to an event. And so when you get there fueled, there's going to be protein, carbs, and fats on the menu. Right. I don't care if it's cheese, crackers, pepperoni. Yeah. The main thing is you won't be shoving it in. Right. You can always tell the friend who cut back because those chips and guac yep. are going. Same thing with alcohol. If you are too low carb all day and then you grab a drink, it's going down like water because mm -hmm. your body's trying to catch up from a food group you eliminated throughout the day. Exactly. So you go into the dinner fueled. You will make better choices on the menu. You will fill up on less. You'll still enjoy your drinks, but they won't consume you. And you won't be thinking about the desserts even before you finish your meal. Oh, yeah. It's a good feeling. And then you're going to get up the next day and not cut back because you ate out. Yeah, you won't feel super Even if you feel guilty, bloaty so from the sodium. So what? Yeah. This is life. Get up the next day. Drink get some water. right back to feeling. <laughs> we just always are cutting back and punishing ourselves because we enjoyed a moment and it's exactly. crazy it's it's what's makes yeah, us hang to on to that life. little bit of body fat exactly yeah. so want to enjoy life and enjoy those meals that we enjoy having with because food is just it's a social thing too it's yeah. it's all about health and feeling good but it's also social that's that's why we go out to dinners with friends that's why we have events that include foods that's why there's cake at weddings like yeah. all of this it's all social as well so we want to make sure you're actually enjoying your time when it comes to your meals as well but that's what's so good about this program is that you can make pretty much anything work you can yeah. and you will feel it and that's what's nice too because people are frustrated they're miserable yeah I always tell them go eat some carbs yeah because go it eat will some make carbs. a difference <laughs> but this helps you understand exactly the yeah. amount and exactly it's, it's like, like I the... said it ends a guessing game and it's realistic nutrition yep but it's gonna change your body composition and get you to goals you can maintain for life. Right. I do not get repeat clients, yeah. I get referrals. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love yeah. because I know how they feel. It feels good to be fueled and not be always worried about what you should or shouldn't eat. It's crazy. Exactly. It takes us over. Right, okay, well I think we covered everything. That was such a good conversation. Um, so how I like to close these episodes is I like to just kind of ask you three fun little questions to help people get to know you a little bit more. So the first one I always ask is, what's your favorite food? Of course, because this is a nutrition podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, my favorite food is pizza. Okay. Yep. Love pizza. Dipped in ranch dressing. Dipped in ranch dressing. Yes. That's the best part. It is. Um, okay. And then question number two is, what's your favorite form of exercise? I like lifting weights. Mm -hmm. I learned very early on that if I have stronger legs and stronger arms, any cardio I do uh -huh. is going to feel good. Yeah, and it's easier. So I could actually run without my knees hurting, where before I had the reverse. I always thought cardio was the priority, but feeling that muscle underneath and being strong, yep. that just helps everything else you like to do for fun. Yeah, I can be definitely survivable. relate to that. I used to be a oh, it feels so good. Yeah, cardio junkie yeah. only, and now that I actually work my other muscles and stuff, yeah. I find it that like, I don't have as much knee pain. I can run farther because I have more energy stronger and more muscle. Legs. I'm stronger, exactly. Yeah. So I can definitely relate to that. You will uh, not get bigger lifting weights, people. I promise no, you No, yeah, that. you won't get bulky. Yeah. I promise. You're not going to look manly. Not at all. Yeah, no. Unless you want to train that way. Yeah, if so. you want to. Big you, misconception. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then my last question is, what keeps you motivated to do what you do and help the clients that you help? Um, watching the transformation just in people's eye contact, their self-esteem. Oh yeah, it's a big one. Um, 
You know, I, I meet people who wish they had known at your age how to fuel. They missed out on a lot of things or did not age well or had surgeries they couldn't prevent. Um, the hugs that I used to get, you know, <laughs> with COVID, that's not as well. It's just rewarding to see, well, I take it as an honor that people trust what I'm telling them mm -hmm. based on technology and just watching the transformation and how they feel about themselves and how they go about their day and not be so consumed with right. the wrong stuff. So that to me is, is everything, you know, it's just giving them that extra energy to do more things in life and actually feel good. Life is too short. Yeah. It's got oh, it scary. Yeah. 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 Especially right now with COVID and everything. It's just, terrible. Yeah. yeah you got to so live scary. for the moment, but you got to be fueled to enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you for doing this episode with me. I, like I told you guys, I'll have all of Sue's contact information and stuff in the show notes. Um, it'll be posted on the Instagram. You'll be able to reach her very easily. I'll make sure it's super accessible for y'all. But thank you so much for doing this with me. Yeah. Um, and then I will talk to you guys again next Wednesday. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and appreciate your support so much. I will be uploading a new episode every Wednesday, so make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Follow my Instagram and TikTok at Nutrition by Lex for more information and health inspiration.